0: Hello from Wonder Media Network, I'm Lovey Jai Jones. I'm a New York Times best-selling author, speaker, and host of the podcast, Professional Troublemaker. I'm so excited to be your guest host for this month of Womanica. This month we're highlighting prodigies, women who achieved greatness at a young age. This is especially a passion point for me because my latest book, Rising Troublemaker, a Fear Fighter Manual for Teens, reminds them that they are never too young to make a significant impact. Today, we're talking about the first African-American woman to publish a book of poetry. Please welcome Phyllis Wheatley. In 1761, a girl about seven years old was captured by slave traders in the Gambia River region of West Africa. She arrived in Boston, wrapped only in a dirty carpet, and was sold to a wealthy couple, Susanna and John Wheatley. The girl's name was lost during her abduction. The couple gave her a new one, Phyllis, after the boat she'd arrived on. By her second year in America, Phyllis was reading British literature, as well as the Bible and Greek and Latin classics. She also studied astronomy and geography. At this point in history, most Americans, regardless of race, could not read or write, but at 12, Phyllis had discovered a talent for poetry. When she was around 15, Phyllis wrote arguably her most famous poem on being brought from Africa to America. Phyllis had arrived in America a couple decades after the Great Awakening, an era of religious revival. She'd been introduced to the church by the Wheatleys, and Christianity was a major theme throughout her work. In On Being Brought from Africa to America, Phyllis implies that being brought to the U.S. brought her salvation. But she also challenges the justifications for slavery that white Christians often used. Everyone, she argues, can be saved. In 1773, Phyllis traveled to London to publish a book of her own poems. She brought along a letter signed by a group of prominent Bostonians verifying that she was indeed the author. Phyllis was only 20 years old when she published Poems on Various Subjects, Religious and Moral, the first book of poems written by an African-American woman. She spoke on religion, politics, and her enslavement, accusing slaveholders of tyrannic sway. Phyllis's collection was celebrated throughout the British Empire and read by some of the era's most prominent figures, including George Washington, Benjamin Franklin, and Thomas Jefferson. It fought against the widely held belief that Black people were mentally inferior. But throughout England, her fans regarded her situation with unease, because Phyllis, one of the era's most famous women writers, still was not free. A year before Phyllis' visit, a British judge had declared that no enslaved person brought to England could be forced to return to the colonies as a slave. Some historians speculate that Phyllis chose to publish her book in England for this reason. Yet, she cut her trip short when her enslaver, Susanna, fell ill. A month later, Phyllis wrote in a letter that she had been freed. When the American Revolution arrived, Phyllis supported the Continental Army, even publishing a poem supporting George Washington. She hoped that freedom for the colonies would lead to freedom for enslaved Africans. In 1778, Phyllis married John Peters, a free black man who owned a grocery store in Boston. Records indicate she took his last name, shedding her enslavers. The couple had three children, though they all died as infants. Despite Phyllis's literary fame, she and her husband faced financial hardship. Phyllis worked as a scrub woman in a boarding house, and her husband was jailed for debt at least once. Phyllis continued to write poetry, but never published another collection. She died in December 1784, due to complications from childbirth. All month, we're highlighting prodigies. For more information, Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Womanica Podcast. And you can order my book, Rise and Troublemaker, everywhere books are sold. Special thanks to creators Jenny and Liz Kaplan for inviting me to guest host. As always, we're taking a break for the weekend, so talk to you on Monday.